You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps to develop artists for musical excellence and ministry propulsion. It features guests and tips that help empower artists to manage the business of music while being effective ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm your host, Jenny Slavon. So let's get this show started. What's up, family, and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I'm Jenny Savan, the host and founder of the Gospel Underground Artist Development Agency and your music ministry mentor. I'm so excited because today we have another installment of our interview series, Underground Conversations. And this conversation was really, really special to me because today I am able to feature my family Yes, Preacher Man and Lady Ace of 1240 AM WGBB and 95.9 on your FM dial. I'm so excited. We had such a great conversation. They went in and shared with us their heart for independent gospel artists and why they've decided to take their platform and share it with us. We also talked a bit about ministry versus artistry. You all know I'm on this ministry versus artistry uh, movement, this kick right now Um, and forever, honestly. So I was really, really excited to get their insight and their input on some things going on in the gospel music industry and also to just share with like-minded people who are focused more on God rather than being popular or being famous and all those things. This was truly a conversation that is needed within the industry, and I'm so excited to share with you all radio people, some radio broadcasters who are indie-friendly. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. Just to give you all a quick background of who the Preacher Man and Lady Ace are, let me go ahead and read you their bio. It says, Gospel Celebration, your life-changing gospel radio ministry is hosted by Ace and the Preacher Man. Bringing the best in gospel music, the show highlights independent and local artists. Founded by Trevor, also known as the Preacher Man, in 2001, both he and Lady Ace, also known as Anne-Marie, have an unmatched love for ministry. Yes, they do. Their dedication to excellence has seen the show grow for over 18 years. And in 2012, the show was highlighted in the Good News Chronicles. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and relax. I hope that this episode blesses you. I hope that you gather some insight. And most certainly, I hope that you reach out to Preacher Man Lady Ace if you're an independent gospel artist and you want to get your music played on the radio. These are people who are indie friendly. And I said that I wanted to bring you all people and resources that would be a blessing to you. So here they are. They have so much to offer. And I know that you all are going to enjoy this episode. So stay tuned. What's up, family? And welcome back to another episode of the Gospel Underground. I am so excited once again to be bringing you all another Underground Conversations episode. And this one is extra special because I have my family on with me today. Yes, I have the Preacher Man and Lady Ace of 1240 AM WGBB Gospel Celebration. Welcome, guys. Hey, how are you, Denise? Nice to be here with you. Yes, it's so good to have you guys. Oh, (laughs) I know this is a little bit of a trip because usually it's me on the other side. You guys (laughs) me, but now I get the time to ask you guys the questions. How does that feel? Oh, it's payback time, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm getting a little nervous over here. Getting a little nervous over here. <laughs> you guys are professionals, and we family. Y'all know how we do, so don't worry about it. So I already went ahead and pre-recorded your intro, but I want you all to tell us who you are in your own words. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Well, I'm, I'm, they, they consider me as the preacher man, but I'm also an elder at my church and the, uh, the ruling elder there. Uh, I've been working at uh, this radio station for uh, 18 years. Uh, Lady Ace and myself uh, established a radio program that we had went uh, number one gospel program in 2016. And we've been doing this gospel celebration uh, on the radio. Now we have an FM radio. Uh, along with the AM, so it's 95.9 FM, along with uh, WGBB. I'm currently the uh, program director for WGBB Radio itself and assistant to the general manager, where I oversee a lot of sales at the, the radio station. And basically, I'm the co-host with uh, Lady Ace, and uh, she really runs things. I'm just a, the sidekick. And uh, <laughs> so uh, that's basically the, the whole nuts about me right now. All right. Well, well, I can um, definitely tell you that it's, first of all, such an honor to even have the opportunity to uh, have this interview. And I don't really like talking that much. So I, I really usually let Preacher Man do all the talking, but I know people want to know who I am. So I'll start off by saying um, Ace is not my government name. My name is Anne Marie. And just to kind of give you an idea of where I come from, um, ACE stands for Anne-Marie Ceases to Exist, because it's not about me when I'm on radio. It's about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and that's what my whole purpose is on radio. So very rarely, unless Preacher Man is poking at me um, <laughs> about something that happened, you won't even hear what I did yesterday or what's going on with me. It's all about promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that's where that comes from and i've been working with preacher man for about nine years he's been on radio much longer than i have i was working with um james hodge i remember my goodness Just trying okay. to help, <laughs> trying to help out. Okay, here we go so i was working with james hodge with gospel all night through the morning and i was working with them for quite a few years and when that went off the air i joined in with preacher man with gospel celebration who was already uh, he already had this program up and running and it was doing very well. And I was just grateful to be able to be a part of what he was already doing. And it's been a blessing to have an opportunity to share the gospel and be on radio alongside Preacher Man um, each and every week. I'm not able to actually be at the studio as often as he is because he works there as well as has a program. So kind of mm -hmm. like a two for one for him. But we have um, the opportunity to work the radio so that way I can be there even though I'm not there sometimes. But when I get an opportunity, I'm always there to assist with everything that's needed to run the program. And, you know, we call it your life-changing gospel radio ministry because it's not just about playing, uh, you know, song after song and just picking anything random, but ministering through the song selection. So I think that wraps it up for me. <laughs> I think I've been talking too long already. <laughs> no, you're a natural. You're a natural. You can't help it. You talk about being nervous. You're a natural. This is what you do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, Lady Ace, you kind of told us how you got your start into radio. But, Preacher Man, can you tell us uh, how did you get your start into radio? Why radio? 
Well, you know, it's funny. I was going to a broadcasting school in a city called NBS, National Broadcasting School. Mm-hmm. And I was going there and I, I just fell in love. I used to listen to those disc jockeys like Frankie Crocker and Hank Spann and all of them on the radio. And I'd say, you know, I, I can do this. And I did it for about 18 months. And nobody really ever knows the first time I told her I have my FCC license uh, that I can work anywhere. Uh, and then I never really got on the radio, but there was a gentleman by the name of Stan Wilson. Uh, he had a R&B radio program, but his mom go to our church and he comes by every Sunday. And I've been telling him. And one day he made a phone call and called the general manager. Her name was Joey then. And he said, well, listen, I, I got the, the guy that I was telling you about that wanted to come down. And she said, well, bring him down. So we went down, made the story real uh, short. She likes me. She put me on one Saturday at six o'clock. The next Saturday, she didn't put me on. <laughs> the following Saturday, she put me on. And, you know, it was like a, uh, you know, it was like a test back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept going every Saturday. And one day she had to leave the station and go somewhere. All the disc jockey and all the, the uh, board operator wasn't around. And I was the only guy that was there. She, so she asked me, could you watch the shop until I get back? I don't know if that was another test. So when she came back, all the program was good and everything, and she was so pleased about it. So she gave me this long list to read off on the air. I didn't know she was in the office. She and Standing Man was listening. And he turned to her and said, did you hear, hear uh, back then they called me Trevor. So you hear Trevor on the radio? And she said, yeah, he sounded really good. After that, I never had another problem after that. And it just from that branch on, Jeff Lowe was the new uh, general manager. It was a guy named Stapleton. They fired him and they gave me his slot from uh, 12 o'clock Friday night to 9 a.m. Saturday morning. And that's basically how I started. Wow, that is so incredible. So I have a question. Um, I know that you guys have been doing gospel radio for years, but uh-huh. have you ever done secular radio or any other type of radio programming? Um, and if so, why did you choose gospel? Why did you stick with gospel? Well, for me, I haven't done anything in the secular realm. It's always been um, gospel for me. And actually, that was um, one of the things that led James Hodge to even come and consider me as a radio announcer because I was I was DJing for a fashion show, and the music, the variety of music that I was playing, they came and asked me was I ever interested in being on radio, and that never even crossed my mind. But I just had such a, a long list of songs. My library collection was really big with all gospel. So mm-hmm. I've always been into gospel music and definitely um, always promoting the gospel. And I haven't promoted anything other than that ever. Amen. As, as for me, I never, ever, never promoted any secular music either myself. I always stick with gospel because I was really actually brought up in the church and that's become a part of me. And I always loved gospel music. So I, I never... Uh, thought about that, and I don't think we'll ever do that anyway. I just love gospel, so you know. Well, you know, I think I think one of the things that's really, really important because um, I listen to a lot of different genres of music, and that's one of the things that really appeals to. Because you know, music, as you already know, universal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, music is universal. So you have 
people that probably don't even understand English that'll be bopping to the song and saying the words, not even realizing what they're saying. And I've experienced that um, when I was traveling overseas and I've been places where they don't speak a drop of English, but they're singing along with the song. And um, one of the things that I noticed is that when you are in any place and you have the music playing, even if you're not completely paying attention to it, it will be something that'll get into your spirit because before yeah. you lose where you are, even if you don't never heard the song before, you'll find yourself humming along to something mm-hmm. and it's, it's getting within your spirit, whether you're actually paying attention to it or not. Mm-hmm. And once I realized the power that music had, I was like, I wouldn't want anything other than gospel to be something that I promote and I um, really push for people Absolutely. to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny that you mentioned that because I just did an interview with a Christian rapper by the name of King David the Vessel. And he actually said the exact same thing. He said, you know, a lot of people don't like to uh, admit it or they don't like to acknowledge it, but music is a spirit and it carries a spirit. Um, So whatever it is that you expose yourself to, that's going to be in you. It's going to be in your mind and your thoughts. Um, And as believers, we always want to guard and protect our heart and our mind and our thoughts. So I just appreciate you guys for uh, doing gospel radio and sticking with gospel radio, you know, it can be so tempting to, you know, go where the dollar goes. Um, and it's not always generated the most money, but mm-hmm. uh, it is certainly powerful and it has affected the world. So I just want to say thank you on behalf of all artists for doing gospel music and for sticking with gospel music. Um, and so speaking of you guys sticking with gospel music, this year you guys are celebrating 18 years. Come on, let's give God some glory. That is incredible. You know, that type of longevity is just, it's it's not, it's not prevalent nowadays. People are are, are doing things one day and dropping it the next. And, you know, it's just amazing. Um, And something that I like to point out about you guys that is very, very special, particularly to me, Uh is that you guys play everybody you guys play not just who's popular you know you guys have taken a special liking to independent gospel artists and you have recorded us and you have really uplifted us uh so much you know it's really really difficult to be an independent gospel artist you know Mm-hmm. People want to listen to what they know. They're not. They're not always open to listening to new, uh, to newer artists. You know, people, especially church people, we're we're skeptical from time to time. You know, we're <laughs> out that of our true. eye, like, all right, now, wait a minute. So, <laughs> so um, I want to know, um, what made you all be so open to? exposing independent artists to to the world i spoke with um so i'm i'm sorry i'm asking you a question i'm going on but let me just say this real quick i spoke with um Mita washington of sirius x and kerr franklin praise uh i had her on the podcast a while back and one of, a bit of her advice to independent artists was find stations that are indie friendly uh find stations that like and receive and accept and will play uh independent gospel music so my question to you guys is what made you all have such open arms to to independent gospel artists well you know be honest with you uh lady really do uh have a way of bringing people uh together mm-hmm. and she knows good music she knows when somebody can sing, when they can't sing. She knows when the music is no good. Uh, she, she'll tell you straight up. 
And so I would, I would, I, I would, I would <laughs> consult with her first if this music is, you know, appropriate to play on the radio. Mm-hmm. But as individual people, I always love to give people uh, chances to expose themselves. Uh, we had artists sometimes don't even want to listen to their own radio, their own music on the radio, or come to an interview. Uh, but we still work with them and try to get them. But we have many artists that we invite to come to the radio station and they, they don't show up or say, listen, uh, we're going to play your music tomorrow morning. And we call them and say, well, did you hear your music? No, I didn't have a chance. So it worked both ways. If you're going to be an independent artist, you have to be uh, faithful and dedicated to what you want. Mm-hmm. You see, I mean, that's not just up to me and Lady Ace or whoever, or you, whoever it is is playing your music, but you have to be an interest but I'm interested in people, you know, and trying to give them chances to see what they can do. And so I, I, I find local artists to be um, somebody I can reach better than the real artists that's out there that are making a lot of money. And they, they, don't, they don't even think about a local radio station like my radio station or, or even WLID. They just they think they're too big for that. So I like local artists because they're most easy to be reached. That's the way I look at it. Got you. <laughs> When it comes to the local artists, prior to me becoming a radio announcer, I used to, of course, listen to the radio and I would hear, you know, the same, the classic, everyone's probably like nodding their head. Yes. The same 20, top 20 songs played over and over and over again. That's true. Yes, Um, that's true. And, and then I would have my own collection of um, music that I used to go to the local stores at that time. Um, New Life in the Christian bookstore was like really popular. You could go downstairs and listen to a bunch of CDs and sometimes they would have the independent artists down there. And when you listen to other songs besides just the top 20, I would really hear some amazing music and some amazing songs and just constantly say, how come they're not playing this on the radio? <laughs> you know? And, um, and then also within the church, just having different artists that would come to my church or if I went to a concert, I would hear some of the local artists or different people that were singing at different functions. And I would be like, wow, they were so anointed and powerful. And I was wondering to myself at that time, why aren't they on radio? So when I had the opportunity, I said, you know, God, you place this in my heart and my passion for the independent artists, even before I knew why I had that passion for it. So once I had the opportunity, I certainly wanted to be able to extend that hand out towards artists that don't have that great platform. Because honestly, I feel as if um, sometimes people are so caught up in the popularity of an individual that they don't pay attention to the anointing that's on that person's life, Mm -hmm. you know, because this person is so popular. They have, you know, their music is played. Everybody knows who they are. And I've been to functions where the person that was um, opening was a local artist. Nobody even knew who they were. And they were so powerful, so anointed. And then you get to the headliner and it's just entertainment and Mm -hmm you know, performance. And, you know, I left disappointed. Other people were super excited because they got to see their favorite person. And I think that my reason for even listening to the artist, my reason for being able to choose or be in that position where I can choose, do I play this or not play it? I think the things that are underlying, it kind of comes from a different place, you know, not because I want 
a million people to hear the same song and listen to another station because we don't compete. There's one thing gospel celebration mm-hmm. is not in competition with any other gospel mm-hmm. um, radio stations or programs because what God has for us is for us and the audience that he would have us to reach is exactly who he would have us to reach. And we don't want to be just another one of the radio stations that's doing what everyone else is doing. So having the opportunity to bring attention to some local artists that have such a powerful anointing on their lives and such great music available that God has placed in their heart to spread to the nation and they just don't have the platform. I feel as if that's one of the reasons that God has placed me on gospel celebration to be a part of what we're doing on 1240 and now 95.9 FM. Amen. Absolutely. You guys have really uh, carved out a niche for yourselves. Um, And I think it's so, it's so incredible. The point that you made about sometimes listening to these uh, more, uh, I guess, more popular radio stations, it does at some point seem like you're listening to a CD, you know, the same songs are being played over (laughs) every hour and you can you can know one o'clock this song is gonna come on that same song gonna come on at two o'clock and at three o'clock and at four. so I, just, I, I agree a hundred percent and that's not to throw shade or throw shots but right. it's and it's like you know as one generation of gospel music makers get old gets older and passes on and passes away or whatever have you it's 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 really difficult for the newer generations to climb um so your station, your program is really, really unique in that it shines a bright light. And I say this from experience, you guys were one of the first who played my music and who have consistently played my music. It's not just like, oh, we're going to play you one time. You know, sometimes you can get that out of, out of the other stations. But no, you guys, uh, when you guys find an artist that you believe in and that you love, you play us like all the time, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we appreciate that when we come out to those concerts, there are people there that can sing along with our songs. And that, <laughs> yeah, like now, if, if I come out to any event that you guys have and I sing Do What Jesus Says, there's people in the crowd that, that know the song. <laughs> And you yeah. have no idea how much that means. We write and and we sing this song, these songs so that the world will know it and so that it can get into their hearts. We go before God to write this music so that the world can get to know it. It can get in their hearts and their minds, just like Precious Lord Take My Hand. Somebody wrote that for somebody else to hear. And now throughout mm-hmm. all the channels of time, it's a legendary gospel song. You know what I mean? So right, I just right. appreciate you guys so much for seeing the beauty in those hidden gems that are independent gospel artists because it's a struggle <laughs> it's a struggle you, you know what you know what really gets me um really uh feeling good about what i do like i think it was last saturday i had um b renee on the radio i love her and, uh she came on and this lady called from out of nowhere uh she don't know the lady Lady said she just called to tell her that B. Renee has been a blessing to her and her family. Wow. And B. Renee almost cried on the radio because she said she really have never had a, a phone call on interview at the radio station that she goes to. And she put on her Facebook the testimony. She said, thank God for uh, Ace Gospel. And it makes me feel good to know that somebody is impacted. She impacted somebody's life. And they probably would have never heard if she wasn't on the radio program. So what we do, we it's a blessing to other people. We don't looking for money or fame. That's not our goal. 
And as you talk about music, we never be usual to play the same music every week. Mm-hmm. Every week we always play something different, you know, because, and like you said, we play everybody's music. Yeah. You know, and so we, we do that. We love what we do. We're not here because we want to make a name for ourselves or, or you can pinpoint that out different from everybody else. But our program is different, as you say, you know, because we, we not only play music, we pray. We read scripture. That's right. You know? I have the word. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. You know, and we have altar calls. Yes. <laughs> you know, that too many radio stations are doing that. Every program, we yeah. have the call of salvation, which I think is so essential to what we do on radio. And that's one of the things that I'm grateful from the time that I've been with uh, Preacher Man on Gospel Celebration. We have a call of salvation every single program because you never know whose life is being touched and you want to make sure that you always offer that opportunity for someone Mm -hmm. who may be listening to give their life to Christ because they may, you don't know what they're going through or what may happen because tomorrow is not promised. So that's one of the the blessings that when we have gospel celebration, we are the ones that are doing the programming. So we don't have to be under certain constraints as other stations may or may not have to. You know, so we have that free range that if mm-hmm. someone is calling in for prayer, we can stop the song mm-hmm. and pray at mm-hmm. that moment for that individual. You know, we don't have to go to commercial break at this moment because mm-hmm. this person is, you know, on the verge of whatever that they may be experiencing. So it's a, it's quite a blessing to be able to have that flexibility. And with the local artists and the independent artists, it's it's amazing to see how their hunger for seeing lives being touched mm-hmm. and seeing people being reached and not getting caught up in the entertainment aspect of yes. their, their, you know, it's really about ministering and not about making sure that, you know, the hair came back in, in alignment or, you know, the shirt going to get wrinkled because they're going to be on Facebook Live or, you know, oh, my manager's watching, so I got to make sure I don't step too far to the left or too far to the right, but really about ministering and touching lives and winning winning souls for Christ. And that's what's the most important thing. And I think with the independent artists, a lot of times they still have that passion. Not that the major artists don't have it, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's a, little, it's a little harder to see behind the smoke and lights you know, with everything else that's going on. And some of the local artists and independent artists, they have even attained a certain level of fame and popularity and Mm -hmm. they're being um, on a greater platform. But just making sure, like you said, they need, they need, they need the gospel underground. They need it. That's for sure. (laughs) Amen. Because so many times you see the local artists or the independent artists and they'll start you know, on one level, and then in the, in the year's time, you see them, you know, ex- expanding their territories and God enlarging their territories, and then it's like you don't even recognize who this is. You're like, wait a minute, what what happened between the first album and the second? I don't know. You know, they get caught up. So it's, it's most important to us independent artists that you maintain your integrity when it comes to your motive behind why you're singing, the reason why you're singing. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we say this all the time, gospel industry, but I think, I, I, I think we forget that it is an industry. Um, and what I mean by that is it's business. But right. as believers, whatever you're doing, you're supposed to carry God with you. You're supposed to take the name of Jesus with you. You're supposed to 
live uh, with integrity according to the word of God. Um, and I just love how you guys are so ministry minded. The fact that um, you guys are, are you guys, so I'm gonna just go ahead and be honest. You guys, what you guys do on the radio is so important um, because it not only gives us the platform to share with the world what God has given us, but you guys in particular, you guys minister to the artist. I don't think I've ever said this to you guys, but the fact wow. that you encourage us, the fact that you pray for us and with us, you know, that just like how you said, you'll, you'll take the time if someone calls in to pray. That mm -hmm. is so just unheard of nowadays. You know, radio stations mm -hmm. are not doing that. And I just appreciate that this industry has gotten so saturated with mm -hmm. carnality and just world. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. yes, uh, a lot of artists do get sidetracked, you know, from album one to album two, but also everything around it if you're not careful, can point you in that direction, including the stations and the, and mm -hmm. Jays and all. you know, I've been in a lot of different circles and, you know, there are some DJs who are just all about the grandness of it all. So if you have a name, then they're like, oh, you know, but you know, uh -huh. if you're, if you're uh -huh. quiet for a little while, you working or, or maybe you're just on sabbatical or whatever, they're not, they're not checking for you anymore. So the fact uh -huh. that you guys check in on us, you pray for us, you pray with us, this is a really, it's a really, really difficult task because what we do as musicians, it immediately brings praise to ourselves because we don't see God, right? So uh -huh. it brings praise to us, but we have the task of bringing the glory back to God. And that can be yeah. difficult. You know, people start mm -hmm. to see their name in lights and they hear the screams and the praises and people are falling out, all of this stuff. And, you know, it's, it's very tempting to just get sidetracked. So the fact that within an industry that is that, let's just keep it real, industries are about making money. So yeah. an industry where we're having to balance uh, ministry and business to have allies such as you guys that are radio people, but you're also about ministry first. That is incredible. So um, there's been a lot going on <laughs> in the industry. There's been a lot, of, um, a lot of carnality, a lot of collaborations with secular artists and, and mm -hmm. gospel artists doing everything, all, all men are evil, all, all, just all types of craziness. How do you guys feel about the current state of the gospel music industry? I'll be honest with you. I am I'm really not impressed um, because uh, for what I heard and see, um, people are not really not putting their heart and soul in it. They're, in my imagination and just my thought, that they are basically trying to make a name mm. and try to get famous. Uh, the, the, you know, it's not like Janice Levon will get up there and speak in tongues, saying whatever. People are not doing that. They are so embarrassed. Uh, they're, they're not doing that. You know, it, it is so, so far out now that most of the music that I play on the, the thing, I really listen to them first before I even play them because I just don't grab the music and play it over the air because it sounds good. Because it must, the music must be having a change and the music change people's lives. Mm -hmm. It's the same way preaching. If you're preaching to somebody, you want to give them something that will help them to think and to move a little further in life. Yes. So the same thing with music. Music must able, able you to change your thought 
of how you would see yourself or how you see things and bring you closer to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Most people are not doing that today. So uh, I don't really feel, I like to listen to D. Renee and, and Janice LaVon, you know, people <laughs> like that, that are, uh, you know, you know, they're sold out to Jesus. They don't mind wherever they are. They they go. They go. They gonna give Jesus the glory. And I am uh, uh, really proud of you, Janice, uh, for where the Lord brought you from and where He's taking you. And the work that you're doing now on the ground is so helpful. You know, and whatever uh, Ace and I can do to help get the word out for you, we'll definitely do that. Oh, thank you. I see. This is what I'm saying. We family. I love you guys. I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> oh you have been you have been such an inspiration you have i mean you're only talking about a few of the things book writer fashionista got your own clothing line <laughs> hey, keep going <laughs> right you got the hair right the hair uh, uh, Lord have i'm trying to remember now that, that you know what i'm talking about right with the hair with the natural hair you had the little uh what is that the vlog Oh yeah, yeah. Right, like you've done a lot, and, and it had a TV, uh, with a YouTube channel too, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, I got, a, I got a few more things up my sleeve, so watch out now. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's always an inspiration to see you how you operate. I, I feel as if the the gospel industry at this stage, that for. I'm I'm just trying to I'm hesitating because I'm deciding like which end to go to. But I have so much to say, but I'm I'm trying to consolidate it. I think that when people think of gospel music, they have to remember what that really means, you know, because you have secular artists that'll say they're putting out a gospel album, Ooh. right, and then they'll have and and they'll have like so many different songs on there and it's like okay when you listen to the song or you listen to the album what is the what what do you get from that because if this is truly something that is going to bring honor to god then you're you're you shouldn't be able to just listen to it and just keep on going as if nothing just happened mm -hmm. you know it's heard mary had a little lamb you know you should be able to feel the power and the anointing behind what is being said and done at the same time I think that just the fact that a secular artist with a huge name sings about Jesus Christ gives an opportunity for all the people that are following that individual that never even heard who Jesus Christ is or wasn't even thinking about it will now have an opportunity to think about who Jesus Christ is and about the love that God has. So I, I think it's twofold. I believe that the purpose for which it's intended is not really being um, utilized in a proper manner because I don't want to call any particular names, but anyone who's been keeping up with the gospel arena know there's several new albums out um, recently and quite a while ago that came out. And I feel as if as a person that is in the church, prime example, Am I going to have my praise and worship team singing that song on a Sunday morning? No, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I don't have a church, but I'm just saying it. Like the praise team is not learning that song to sing on praise and worship because the purpose for which it's intended is for those that are lost. And the people that are following that individual can now hear about Jesus Christ, you know, because they are able to spread the gospel, which is Jesus Christ 
him crucified and, and the love that he has in the words that they're trying to express so that others might hear that never would have heard before. But to now take that and try to use that to infiltrate within the ministry for those who already know, I feel like that's being, it's being misappropriated. Yeah, I think it's a it's a slippery slope. Um, my fiance and I we did two um, two underground conversation episodes called Gateway Gospel. Um, I don't know okay. if you guys had a chance to listen to it, but if you haven't, definitely go back and listen to it. Um, it's a very slippery slope. Um, I'm not personally a fan of secular artists uh, doing like an an honorary gospel album. You know, I remember back in the day they would do an entire secular album, but then have that one song that was gospel at the end of the record. But now it seems like everybody wants a form of godliness. I'll just take it to scripture. Yeah. Everybody wants a form of godliness, but they don't want to uh, be changed, transformed, consumed mm -hmm. by power. So I think it's a slippery slope. Um, I think if there's a true conversion there, then absolutely why not? But, you know, we're not exercising discernment anymore. You know, there is no conversion, you know, at least not an outward one. Um, and, and in my mind, if there's not an outward conversion, then there isn't one, <laughs> you know, it was evident, you know, their lives were changed. So it's not to say that if it's not to say that it's not like mean girls, you can't sit with us, but there does have to be a distinction of who is living for God and who is not. Because, um, you know, I think my fiance mentioned it in one of the podcasts, it was a woman with the spirit of divination and she had spoke the correct words, but the men of God rebuked her because even though she had told them, oh, these are men of God preaching the word of God, mm -hmm. she was not the right vessel to say that. You know, she was not under the power of God to say that. So I think it's a slippery slope. I don't wanna, I don't want to, have that mean girls type of vibe saying, oh, you can't sit with us. Because certainly if somebody is curious or if somebody is seeking God, then as believers, we're supposed to open the doors and um, mm -hmm. an opportunity to learn. But I think as believers, we also have the responsibility to keep the, the sacred sacred. You know, we're not supposed mm -hmm. to mix. mix. Uh, and I think we're doing way too much of that. And it's evident because just like you said, some of these, some of the music is just like Mary had a little lamb. There's no substance, you know, there's, right. there's no substance. So it's just, um, it's, y'all know I go hard. So <laughs> but don't mind me, but you know, like, like I said, if anybody that is seeking God and that is looking to know God better, then you're more than welcome. That's great. But you can't speak as an oracle of God and you don't have his spirit. You know what I'm saying? You can't be a spokesperson of God, an ambassador for God, and he has not called you. That's even people that are in the church and that are saved. But I digress, because we had we did two whole episodes on that. So I don't want to go that. But it's just, you know, it's so important that we keep focused on God. You know, we keep God yeah. and head. Um, and I love that about your station. I think you guys really have a good handle on that. Um, even though you have opened it up to artists that the world may not know yet. I think you guys have a great handle on that and you have a great knack for finding artists who are talented and who have invested in themselves to create great products. Um, and most importantly, who are anointed and who know God yeah. from, and who are not afraid. Mm. So yeah. I just appreciate that so much. It's the anointing that makes a difference. Because That's right. 
anybody can get up and sound nice because you rehearse the same verses over and over and over again. But if a life hasn't been touched, someone hasn't been changed, healed, delivered, set free, it, it, what was the point of you even standing up here for five minutes mm. to exactly. sound pretty? You know, and and that's something that is so so crucial um, for us and and what we're looking for because anyone can sing nicely, but you've been rehearsing over and over or for how many weeks or how many days prior to an event. But has somebody's life been touched? Can someone really say that their life has been changed in some way, form or fashion? Are they more encouraged? Are they uplifted in any way? Are they inspired and motivated to want to change their life or make changes to be a better individual, to do more for, for Christ? to use every opportunity that they have throughout the course of a regular day to just spread the gospel or to tell someone else how good God is. Absolutely. It's the anointing that makes the difference. And a lot of times you're able to, you're able to see that when you are dealing with the independent artists because they're, they're passionate in their heart. Now it doesn't, doesn't negate, the level of professionalism because sometimes people okay. confuse, confuse the two they're like okay i'm highly anointed but i don't have anything together the track needs work yeah. and <laughs> work and you know the mixing needs work but i'm anointed and I'm like okay we need to put the two together so we can pre- present it in such a professional manner that you don't have to be distracted by all the other things that's maybe not up to par but when god is in the mix regardless of whatever else is going on, you will know. You will see and you will know. And that's the part that's really the differentiator between one artist and another, whether they're national, international, local, independent, whatever, however you want to phrase their title or where they fit in the in the scope of things, it's the anointing that makes the difference because you could be the biggest, most well-known and um, artist gospel artists and if there's no anointing the same thing applies to you you know what what is the purpose and then you have the local independent artists that singing and just trying to do things to build the name or to get to a certain plateau then you may a- attain that but what is the profit of man to gain the whole world and lose the soul absolutely so you're doing all these things to get to a certain level for what impact if you're not anointed if god is not calling you to do certain things then what is the reason for even getting to this level? So you have 10,000 followers and you haven't made a single impact in the kingdom. You haven't won one soul. So you have 10,000. Now you went to 100,000 and you still have, but everybody knows your name. And it goes back to what you were saying, you know, with the different artists and the, the trying to find that balance. Yeah. And that's where prayer comes in. Prayer is so key. Fasting and praying is so key yeah. to being able to make it in the industry because it's it's really tough sometimes you'll be wondering are you and you got to question yourself and say i'm in the gospel industry right i, I did exactly. this is a gospel <laughs> this is a gospel exactly. function right that God, did i walk in the wrong is this the wrong building am i in the wrong room Lord, <laughs> you know <laughs> it's the truth <laughs> thing. i can't tell you how many times i've had to say that like wait a minute is this a you know i remember i attended a and it was literally like inside of like, I guess it was like a bar or like a, it was, I guess it was like a, an event space, but it was like a whole bar next to it. And I was like, wow, like this is like a gospel list. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I can definitely test to that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> we have to make that that line of distinction of God as as being God's people. Um, yeah. And just the 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 reoccurring theme with the interviews that I've done lately, and just a lot of the things that the Lord has given me is that we need to commit to God. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I did a podcast recently that was called Committed to Christ. And I just kind of talked about um, how I've been seeing a lot of people publicly saying, oh, I'm walking away from God. I'm walking away from the church. I don't want to deal with these church people no more. They, uh-huh. da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, and so they're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And it's just like, you know, people are going to fail you, you know. Um, but in in spite of them failing you, we have to commit to God because God has never, will never fail you. So yeah. uh, that that praying and fasting is so, they're so, it's funny because they are such simple things. And I think sometimes they're so simple that we probably are like, oh, that's, that's too simple. It's something else deeper that I have to find. And right. it's like, nope. Just pray fast, see God, and do what He tell you to do. So, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. and I just yeah, overlook it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't overlook it because it's so simple. So, um, I just appreciate you guys for continuing with that message. You know, encouraging artists to stay before God because that is what's going to keep you stay fast and stay praying. So, um, I want to switch gears a little bit because I want to talk about how God is expanding you guys. You all have the Go Party Gospel DJ services. Can you tell us all about that? Oh my goodness. I am so excited to have the opportunity to share that as well. It's, um, really an extension of what I do on radio, but I have the opportunity to do that on the outside for different events and different um, people who are looking for a DJ. Uh, One of the things I was so proud that I was able to do is to establish a, a DJ company that only deals with gospel. So that's what the GO stands for, gospel only. Yeah. And and the fact that I work on radio with the preacher man, it allows and affords the opportunity because we work with so many independent artists and we meet so many people and managers and things of that nature. We have such an extension and an outreach for local artists that no matter where we are, we'll be able to work with someone, an independent artist, as well as some of the larger known um, artists as well. And that's where the party came in because we bring gospel only professional artists right to you yes and that's what the whole go party stood for so if you're having a function we'll be able to come and dj for your function and if you want an artist that you probably didn't even realize how to go about getting an artist so you want a, a band or you want a singer we'll be able to do that as well and book one for you depending oh, wow. on your Range. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I didn't know that it was a DJ services and kind of like a booking situation. Is is am yes. I am I am I correct with that? Yes, you are correct. You wow, are correct. Wow, that is so cool and unique. What I, I've been missing out. I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and and the fun thing is that um, so many times when I book different events, I make them. I let everyone know ahead of time. It's gospel only. So when you get there, they're like, okay, well, we just need to make sure you have electric slide and the Macarena and the shuffle and all these other line dances, you know? So I'm like, okay, you know what? I had to, to kindly remind them in the contract, it said gospel only. I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. So I 
I, what I did was I got with uh, my family and um, one of the artists called Aya, and we created a gospel line dance. And okay. it's actually on, on YouTube right now, and it's called the Go Party Shuffle. Right. So that's what we started doing at all the events. They will know that when it's time and they want to get the crowd hyped and do a, a line dance, we have the Go Party Shuffle. And I think it's been such a blessing because I've actually been to quite a few events where it was either the church sponsoring or someone um high within the clergy of the church that is having a function and I'm sitting there with my mouth trying to scrape my mouth off the floor at the music that's being played. I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I was like, so I now, when I go to your, when I go to a person, a non-believer's event, I already know what to expect because just because they know I'm coming, they're not going to start playing Mahalia Jackson because I'm sitting there, you know? So I was so in awe at so many people, so many Christians who would change their musical selection because, oh, Jack Black is coming and he don't listen to gospel. I said, this is your opportunity <laughs> now more than ever because he has three hours to sit at your function and listen to nothing but gospel. But they didn't have any DJs that had that much music gospel music they only have the top 20 that you hear on the radio and that was it oh so they couldn't play gospel music for any length of time so i was grateful to have the opportunity to to do go party and um actually it's been um a true blessing because it's expanded beyond just private parties uh we now have uh, opportunities we go to the bowling alley and we um play gospel music at the bowling alley so people yeah. walk in so thinking I was that say, list off all of like the different venues or places or events that you that you've uh rendered your services at so far so people can kind of get an idea in case they want to book you oh okay so we we do private parties we do weddings we do um concerts if you're a concert event you need a dj to play or you need some sound equipment because we also do that as well okay we provide the sound equipment but only if you're playing gospel because exactly. we do not rent our equipment <laughs> to play anything other than gospel. <laughs> yes. So just got to put that out there again. <laughs> um, we, were, we were at, we spent two, the last two years, we were at Sandy Lanes out in Malvern, where we were like the house DJ, and we would be there for three hours on a Saturday. So when anybody who walked in the door would just hear gospel music for three hours, we gave away prizes. We had a prayer station available for anyone if they wanted to pray. We had a... Um, a backdrop there so they could take pictures. We have uh, Humble Creations, which is a new photography company that was there to take pictures of them during the night. And we're able to minister. So I'm playing music. I'm talking about the Lord, giving the call of salvation, even while they're out there bowling, giving opportunity to pray, just encouraging and uplifting people. And the great thing about it was quite a few people came they heard the music and so it was a live DJ and it said, Oh, can you do you have um um Beyonce? I said, You just wait one minute. Wait one minute. I got something for you. And and I would um and I would find um something that was like for example, and I'm just using you as an example, okay? So mm -hmm. they asked for Beyonce, I was like, one minute, I got something just for you. And I play do what Jesus said. And it's like, wait a minute. That's not Beyonce. I said, no, no, it's not Beyonce. I said, it's 
Shanice LeVon, you should look her up. You know, and then they'll be like, well, who's this? Because now they're intensely listening to hear who I'm going to play. That's so right. I would play, and I would make sure I play independent artists when someone requests. So they'll be like, well, who's that? So that's not Beyonce. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I would um, use that as an opportunity to witness to them about all the, I didn't realize all of this music was gospel because we play all genres. So we got gospel rock, gospel rap, gospel reggae, gospel hip hop, gospel um, jazz. We have gospel everything. So whatever genre of music you like, we have a song for you. And that was for the bowling. And then we also, last year was such an amazing opportunity. And I'll just say real quick, we were at Jamaica Market right on Jamaica Avenue, um, okay. close to where... Um, the Jamaica station is for the train, like the central hub for the train station. We were right there. They have an indoor market and we were right inside in the middle of the food court. We had a stage set up and we were able to have a gospel concert series. So we were there for nine weeks, the entire month of November, December, and it was free to anybody. Some people came just thinking they're coming to get something to eat. And we had an hour and a half of singing. We had prayer. We had, um, we had altar call, we had dancing, we had poetry, we had a little bit of everything going on there for an hour and a half every Saturday, and the outreach and the outpour of love and the people that came for prayer and the people that were so, people that came back just because we were there, they didn't even want anything to eat, they just came back because they were like, wow, I really feel like this was something that I needed, and how many different lives we were able to touch with such a blessing, and that's some of the things that Go Party does. We go to these large public venues where we're able to reach the people that will never step foot inside of a church. Yes. They'll be able to hear the gospel. So it's been, it's been a blessing. So those are the things that we've been doing. And then actually, and it's the last thing, um, we were able to expand and actually have a state-registered nonprofit organization called Go Party On Demand that does the outreach aspect of it as yeah. far as going to different places that won't accept a for-profit business. Mm -hmm. So the Go Party DJ, when they say, oh, Go Party, what's that? Oh, it's a DJ company? They don't want you. But when they see that you have a nonprofit and we're doing different things, giving back to the community, collaborating with other organizations who are doing things within the community. And it's been an absolute blessing, absolute blessing. We had a backpack giveaway. This is going to be our third year going into the backpack giveaway where now we're looking in this August to give away 500 book bags and collaborate with different uh, community centers and just being able to reach out and not just giving a book bag away, but we have the prayer, we have the singing, we have the dancing, and we bring the whole go party right to where they are, and then they get their book bag with them and prayer before they leave to cover them. So the school system is, is really something else. Don't forget about the go party bags. <laughs> oh, yes, we have, we have, oh, oh my God, okay, see, so we have, um, yes, we have the, the clothing line that, that just started, and oh, wow. for go party, so Aya, which is the the, uh, the singer and the songwriter for the Go Party Shuffle, she's actually a fashion designer, and she's the one that's working on the clothing line. So right now we have our Go Party logo, which is the cross with the halo on top of it. I'm not sure if, if everyone is familiar with that. And then we have the words Go Party, and we're able to print that on whatever you might have, as long as it's cotton. And we have, she's been pumping out this t-shirts and dresses and hoodies and sweaters. And right now it's an exclusive line until the company is able to get to the place to have a large inventory, mm -hmm. like a store. 
So we're working on it. It's a work in progress, but it's been a, it's been a blessing to even be able to do that. So when they see go party, the first thing, what is that? And then you get opportunity to just witness from somebody asking what's go party. Cause they see people walking around with a t-shirt. Wow. Is all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Guys are, you know, you said that I inspire you. You guys inspire me. You guys have been, uh, you are vets right now in the game, been on 18 years on radio. You guys are exposing independent gospel artists to the world. And now you are doing the go party. It's just like incredible. You guys are, are doing so much and it is so inspiring. And I just praise God for you all. It's just like, wow, I'm, I'm totally taking it back. And I just think it is so, so, so incredible. Keep up the great work. Continue to let the Lord use you guys. And I'm just so glad that you guys came on to my little Little show this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we really had a, a wonderful time talking to you because, as you say, it's family, yes. and we're just sharing uh, what God has blessed us with. All Absolutely. right, and to let other people know that if they do it for us, they can do it for them too. You know, so that's what what it is. And we sold out for Jesus. I wouldn't do anything else unless Jesus is involved, and Ace is the same way. So it's just Jesus all the way. And God, all of the glory, all of the, all glory. the things that mm-hmm. we've been doing, because we, without him, it wouldn't be possible. That's right. Without him, it wouldn't be possible. It was just miraculous, the, the, the turnover rate for just from inception of starting the nonprofit to actual completion. It was like record-breaking time, and it's only God that was able to do it. Um, everything that we've been doing, even the longevity on the radio, it's only God, because there's so many... Um, stations that today Mm -hmm. is playing the news and then tomorrow you turn it on and it's playing sports. It just changed overnight. They tell you today that tomorrow's your last day. And we still have the opportunity to be on radio through all the different shifts. Mm -hmm. Because WGBD has been through quite a few shifts. Chinese radio Mm -hmm. being on during the day or coming on at night and the different other programming programming that's available because mm-hmm. the station is a multicultural station right. so they have so many different programs throughout all the course of the of the day and god has always been the one sustaining gospel celebration to always have mm-hmm. a slot available and throughout all the changes and all the things that have been going on at the station um we've been able to maintain this only by mm-hmm. the grace of god only Amen. by the grace of god and i'm just thankful to God for allowing us the opportunity to be here so long and to have the opportunity to make the impact that we're making because he gets all the glory. Absolutely. To God be all the glory for the great things he has done. Listen, before I let you guys go, I definitely want to do our final four questions. These are questions that I ask every single person that comes on to my show. Um, So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Okay. All right. Preacher man, it's all you. I've been talking for last week now. All right. Either one of y'all. All right. Okay. First question is, what is one habit of yours that helps keep you grounded in ministry? Prayer. Amen. I second that. Prayer. That's been the trend. Like a lot of people have been saying that lately. So it's like, listen, gospel artists, uh, uh, um, what is it? Uh, Industry folks, whatever y'all doing, add some more prayer to your life because that's been a reoccurring theme. All right. Amen. <laughs> uh, second question is, since what we do within the gospel music industry is not just music, uh, excuse me, it's not just ministry, but business as well. I would like to know how do you define success? 
I'll give that to eight. Okay. Well, I can tell you <laughs> right now. I can answer that one. Let me just jump right in. I can answer that one. Um, I know that it's a combination of business and ministry. Mm-hmm. And for me, I know that my level of measuring success is by the amount of lives that have been changed. Amen. Souls that have been won by the end of the night, people who touch to deliver and set free. And those, we have quite a bit that come and tell us and then how many that haven't come back to say anything, but that's how I measure the level of success by the lives that's been Amen. Amen. Yes. Uh, I think a lot of times we, we get so focused on numbers and we get so focused on, you know, likes and all of these different things that we forget to ask God, were you please? And if so, could you, mm-hmm. me? could you tell me, could you, could you let somebody come up and say something that, you know, they've been, mm-hmm. challenged or they've been uh, yearning for more of you and they've put on, they've put on the gospel celebration and you've been a part of their routine. Like, so, you know, I think, mm-hmm. I think I love that answer because we always have to consult God and make sure that he's proud because as believers, that is the ultimate success. When God is happy, that's success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So question number three, what is a resource, a practical resource that has helped you in your ministry? Uh, I would say the favor of God and my connection, Come on. Uh, my connection to him and my faithfulness and Amen. dedication. That's, that's my answer on that. I love that answer. And I'm going to tell you why. I think it's funny because I was telling my fiance this today. I Uh think we forget as God's people that Uh a part of our benefits package is God's favor. And as As long as you are living right and and you are doing what you know how according to the word, that's a resource you can tap. You can say, you can tell the Lord, okay, Lord, I've been doing what you called me to do. And you said, I could ask anything in your name and you would do it if I, if I live Uh up. Amen. I love that. Like I said, it's, it's one of those things that we don't, remember or we don't consider but uh-huh. favor is truly a resource the world doesn't yes, have right. it so y'all done got me excited again look watch out <laughs> i'm over here trying to hold back my shout because i don't want to make no noise in the background <laughs> the interview I'm like we're almost over i can hold it you know i can make it <laughs> let me just <laughs> story in real quick a couple of weeks ago i was uh, uh, on my lunch break at work uh-huh. and, and I'll, you'll get how it all ties in I was in my lunch break uh, at work and it was a guy um, out outside. He had a bunch of books and I, you know, I like to read. So I was looking to see what kind of books he had or whatever. And so he was kind of like showing me the different books. And then he says to me, do you believe in psychics? And I said, no. And I just kept looking at the books, like whatever. And so he just kind of stood to the side and he started watching me. And then, you know, he's, he's sharing about the books a little bit more. And then he says, you know, uh, well, he said, good luck, good luck. Good things are coming your way. Good things are coming your way. Um, and I was just like, okay, whatever. And I kept it moving. And I, I was talking to my fiance about it a little bit uh, later. And I told him, I said, you know what, babe? I said, a lot of people get spooked out when someone says to them that they're psychic and they can see things in your life or whatever. I said, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get nervous or I don't get excited about that because God tells me what's going to happen to me. If I live right, mm-hmm. I live up, I live uh, according to God's word. I'm going to be blessed. That is the promise yeah. of God. And if yeah. I don't live right, I'm going to catch his wrath. So we don't have to be afraid of people that have, 
seemingly have gifts. You know, they, they don't have anything more than we have or than more that we can attain. Um, and when you are walking in God's path, when you are walking in God's favor, you got the upper hand on everybody because God never leaves his children uh, just out there. You know, he, don't, he doesn't leave yeah. us clueless to the world. So I just have to give that little quick testimony real quick. Uh, that answer, amen. That answer was epic. Oh, I love it. Okay, okay. Let me get myself back together. <laughs> I'm like holding my legs here. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna sound right. Go ahead and fall over here. You can only see me. Okay, I can make it to the end. Okay, I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, I promise the last question is a little lighter. So the last question is, how can myself and the Gospel Underground listening audience pray for you guys in your ministry? Well, I think what you're doing right now by encouraging us, uh, every time you do something, you can always just think about Ace and the Preacher Man and just ask the Lord to uh, keep us anointed. Amen. And, and, and keep us humble. Because one of the things that I realized that you can, you can get carried away sometimes when people start praising you, uh, you forgot that it's not you that's supposed to be praising the God that's in you. And sometimes we can get carried away and tripped up and we think it's all about us. And for me, I try to keep a level at all times, maintain mm -hmm. that whatever I do is because God chose me to do this. It's mm -hmm. not because I'm that good or because I'm that great or that talented, but because God uh, spread his favor on me. Yeah, and one of the things that God always does, he always got the right person to help you. Because none of us be able to do it by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So God have good people. Like God got Lady Ace to encourage me and push me to go further. Now you have some friends like you can call up myself or Lady Ace and say, you know, I want to do this. And we always going to be there for you. That's how we do it. We like, we, we, you know, we, we, we're just like iron sharp and iron. We're just there for each other. So yeah. that's what the way I look at it. Amen. Amen. So we're definitely going to keep you guys in prayer and we're going to keep encouraging you guys as you encourage us because truly you guys have been just as great a blessing to me as I've been to you. And I appreciate you guys so, 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 so much. I have had so much fun talking to you guys. It's been really <laughs> cool sitting on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> we always got uh, the same joy when we, uh, you know, I interview you and your your dad is such an awesome brother. He's my brother all the way right. till heaven comes. And Mother uh, Walters. And Mother Walters. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. did it Mother Walters give me a shout out and everything. How is uh, how is the uh, the uh, the shelter coming along? Because I see that she's doing it very regular now and everything, yeah, right? Man. You're not the interviewer here. You are not the interviewer. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, you just said it's, 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 What it's, are you it's, doing? I'm That's sorry. Talking, but we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we want to know though, whenever you get an opportunity, <laughs> we'll talk about it as soon as we get off. I promise. But uh, uh, I just appreciate you guys so much once again for all the love and the encouragement and just everything that you poured into my life. I appreciate you guys. You have no idea. It's been such a blessing to me. I appreciate you guys again for coming on my little show now. Thank you so, so, so much. Before I let you go, the last, the last thing we got to do, I need you guys to give us all of your information, all of your social media, your email, uh, give us the, the, the radio station address and uh not the address the uh the call numbers for the radio station give us everything if people want to book you for go party 
just or, or even if artists want to submit their music to you to be played on the station we need all of your info right now well okay our radio station is uh wgbb 1240 am and, and also 95.9 fm you can reach us on our website which is gospel celebration 1240.com and also our email gospel celebration 1240 at gmail.com also we have WGBB app. You can always download us there. You can tune into TuneIn Radio and you can get us. And we on on Saturday mornings and Saturday afternoon and also on Monday nights. And Go Party. Go Party can be found on Gospel Celebration website. So it's the same one. Right. Gospel Celebration 1240.com. And the email, as he said, Gospel Celebration 1240 at gmail.com. We have oh, YouTube. Gospel Celebration TV, Facebook, Gospel Celebration, Ace Gospel Celebration, but please reach out to the preacher man because he'll get back to you sooner. I think my response rate is at zero. So it's there. You could, you could, I'm doing better. I'm doing better. I'm, I'm doing better. Yes. So that's where you can find us. All roads lead to Gospel Celebration 1240.com. Where you can find all the ways to, to reach us. Absolutely. So independent gospel artists, this is a station that will play your music. They will support you. They will keep you lifted in prayer. So definitely make sure you hit them up on their social media, on their email, on the website, everything. And also don't forget, if you need DJ services, reach out to them. They are here to help. They are here to partner with you. So thank you guys once again for being on the Gospel Underground with Janice LaVon. <laughs> I had to say it like that because the way y'all say it gospel celebration with <laughs> I had to say it like that. So. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you so much, Jenny. Uh, we we really love you and yes, we we were honored just to be here yes. with you tonight. And thank you once again. All right. Absolutely. I love you guys too. And there you have it. All right. God bless. Take care. Hey family, thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Underground. To learn more about us, visit us at www.thegospelunderground.co. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. Don't forget to join us in our community and continue the conversation on Facebook simply by searching the Gospel Underground community. And last but not least, if you love the show, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes.